1: said you'd be showing up about now. Come on, through the portal. Best not keep the lore mistress and lore master waiting. You know how they get.
0: Robots Radio presents the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. The best way for everyone from experienced dungeon masters... To those curious about D&D to learn more about the worlds, creatures, and lore of Dungeons & Dragons.
2: Hello and welcome to the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. My name is Sergio.
1: And I am Mary.
2: And we are joined by the multiverse famous patrons of the lore cast uh we we got a patron round table and uh we got a we got a. this table is significantly larger mm-hmm. than it has been in coming, previous in coming, coming in, in round coming in nice nice and round very uh very uh thember child Pudgy? yeah very if, if <laughs> nice this, if this Beautiful. were <laughs> if this round table were a dragon it would be our favorite plump dragon from dungeons and dragons honor among thieves which happens to be the subject of this month's roundtable. Look at that. That is that that Segway should be studied in Segway class in it the future. Yeah. yeah. Whenever there, you go. Is there a
1: Segway class?
2: Yeah. To your local community yeah. college. And yeah. be like, I don't I don't know what's an easy A. And be like, well, there's Segway 101. Like you can take bicycle class or Segway class.
3: Segway class is right next to the class where they teach doctors how to be late an hour every time you've got to see them
2: exactly oh that man. class never 45 starts minutes on time. this
1: morning actually oh Gods going quick
2: <laughs> He got lucky well we are we joined a, we have fast passes <laughs> we are joined uh by our good friends darkwing and and coffee uh and grim and tex and and balari uh we uh yeah it's it, it's around so i mean th- we got a lot of folks here so uh mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm, go ahead and, and they can they can introduce themselves if they like ooh. when uh, when they talk about the their thoughts on the movie. But uh let's go ahead and just jump right into it. Darkwing, you're you're always you're always you, you have the you have the energy of the of the guy who stands up immediately once the plane lands.
1: He's got a real high modifier. So when he rolls initiative, he's almost always first. Yep. Uh,
3: Hi, everyone. I'm Darkwing. Uh, I'm just happy to see so many other people here. This is fantastic. Uh, uh, And yeah, I get to go first. Uh, Why? Because it's better to go first and then get the hell off the stage and let everybody else uh, do it. Get it done right. Uh, So I guess we're talking about the movie here. I I sat down, rewatched it last night again. and
2: So how many times does that make it for you?
3: Oh, like six, I think now
2: nice
1: it's uh, paused we're gonna go back to it after we're done here
3: brilliant Uh, well let me just uh, ask you when you go back watch for that paladin at the end of the movie Mm -hmm. I believe I believe he was still walking in that straight line from the last scene we'd seen him in and that's (laughs) that's where he ended up so uh, the movie itself I mean I was there I was there opening night for the first one I don't know how many of the rest of you were uh, many many years ago,
1: we haven't snails. seen the first one, but we're gonna do that as a, uh event in the Discord. Have a watch. I party. didn't
3: hear that, I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> uh, this was so much better, so much better. Uh,
1: I enjoy how they bring you into it in the first place. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: and, and the small twist about Jonathan and uh. I believe it's the producer's name is actually Jonathan, if you watch the credits. And I, I kind of wonder if maybe he made that happen. What one uh, of the directors.
2: Yeah, the, ah, yeah. There it is. yeah, one of the directors uh, and co-writers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: So, uh, you know, it, I find some of it a little cheesy, but then I remember my table and nothing ever is not cheesy. Uh, so, that makes it just all the better for me. Uh there are some people that did not like how the story progressed. Mm-hmm. I thought it was—I thought it was pretty straightforward for a D style campaign, even with a little bit of metagaming, such as what is that? What's an Albert? Thank you for cross-table talking.
1: <laughs>
3: but uh, uh and you know, I don't like playing sorcerers. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like if I was gonna play a sorcerer, he would be
1: exactly
3: like that sorcerer from the movie. Simon.
1: I love Simon; he yes, is so yes, precious right. and so, so awkward. awkward. That's kind of a charm thing, though. If it's precious and awkward, I'm pretty much in. Um, but yeah, I have to agree. He's he's pretty great. I like the um, way they did his spells. His prepared spells it was pretty neat. That was one of the first I... things that jumped out at me.
3: I really
1: enjoyed
3: his fancy uh, component holder that mm-hmm. he was using.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So so the, having his stuff all right there, ready right. to go. I like yeah, yeah. that as a, as a way to show that visually because that's something I struggle with as a DM or as a player, explaining something so someone can see it, understand it. That visual instantly got it. Love it.
3: Yeah, I, I thought it was fantastic. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, because for me, I've always, you know, wizard. Giant robes with a million pockets. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. One spot, organized, seems more
1: wizardly, I guess.
0: <laughs> Do you think wizards wear cargo shorts?
1: Under their robes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would.
2: <laughs> I mean, it makes it makes sense.
4: Cargo shorts and a chewy bandolier. Yeah.
2: <laughs> i for sure thought they, I, they have to have a secret bag of holding. Because throughout the entire movie, uh, Edgar is asking, or Edgar is asking Simon to hold something. And he's mm-hmm. just like putting it in a sack. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I think that was like a hidden Easter egg bag of holding.
1: I did not wow. pick up on that. I love it. There was a lot of Easter There's eggs. There's a lot
3: of Easter eggs. And I don't know if I saw them all. I think I've caught most of them. There's a few I really want to dig into, but that's mm-hmm. probably just my ADD going, but yeah. uh really my does anybody else think the intellect devourers words are hard? Uh should they be smaller? I always thought they were smaller.
2: I don't know, they seem
5: small
6: enough.
2: Yeah, I thought they were pretty yeah. good size.
5: I always thought
1: that, they were that around definitely like,
2: seemed German about right size. Oh, you thought they were bigger than that?
1: Oh, I, well, I thought they I, I always... Like Chihuahua guess... size?
3: Yeah, yeah, like, you know, the size of a brain.
2: Right.
6: Like based yeah, on Boulder's Gate yeah. 3, they're about the right size.
2: Yeah, I figured I guess... they're like a medium-sized dog. Like a some, like Terrier-sized, I guess.
6: <laughs> I just...
3: All right, well, I was wrong. Perfect. Uh, yeah. on. Uh, no, Look, you
2: you can make your intellect of hours at your table be any size you want Darkwing, and that's that's the beauty of this game mm-hmm.
3: that, that mm-hmm. is very true
2: like we uh, were dis- we were discussing uh the, the owl bear like just the fact that they're they're wild shaping so frequently and into stuff that you know rules as written probably shouldn't be able to wild shape into uh but then again it's like you know the movie didn't really follow the game the, the rules as as stated know. Uh, Although, and the, the but the fact that you know the the sorcerer has prepared spells, uh, they do in some respects, uh, and then also the fact that uh, like Simon being a sorcerer, his spell you know his uh, his spells are his magic is tied to charisma, which is the exact like his confidence is the exact arc that that character goes through, which mm-hmm. I thought was like really masterful. Yeah, a yeah, lot of was... the
1: character arcs were done in a very it was very well done way without being too cheesy or too serious. Right. Which that's a fine line to walk.
2: Grim, what did you think? Let's let's jump on over. Uh, well I wasn't as diligent
6: as Darkwing and I most definitely haven't watched it six times. <laughs> um but, uh we ended up, me and my wife ended up going and watching it, um, for like the early access Amazon Prime
5: mm-hmm.
6: Same. when that came out. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um and honestly we loved it. Um all the characters were seemed really well made to me. Um the only real like complaint I actually had about like the characters in the movie itself was the um the bard didn't seem there was nothing to uh show that he was like really a bard other than he, he was felt very charismatic. Undersold. Yeah, exactly. That's... I had
1: that complaint too.
6: <laughs> that was I was like if if it wasn't for the fact that he was charismatic, I never would have known he was a bard. Or that would carried the, the loot. loot. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. the only way I would have known. Yeah.
6: Um the other thing that I wasn't that I personally wasn't um like thrilled with is it honestly seemed a little too short. Um a lot of the scenes seemed rushed, because in my personal experience and research. One does not simply go to the underdark and come out in like twenty <laughs> minutes. <laughs> that it it was upper
3: underdark, if it was underdark at all, that okay. was a cave.
5: I was kind of surprised the movie got as much time as it did. So, yeah. I mean that that that's true. Also, um,
0: the, the campaign that happens in the movie would have taken us like. Five, six years?
2: years.
1: Yeah. So, oh sure my that. gosh, how long would that combat have taken?
0: <laughs>
3: Whatever, Happened. Mary, if you were in charge, that dragon would have been a pet before you left the underdark. Oh,
6: okay. I'm Yeah, getting to we that would part. have
1: busted out of the underdark riding a chonky dragon. What's so, the problem here? So,
6: because of that movie, my wife now wants to derail our entire campaign, get a pet red dragon, and name it Char Char. Yep. But it can't be any red dragon. It's got to be the fat one.
2: Yeah.
5: Well, you can get any red dragon. And, and plump it up.
2: It. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Tex and I are both there like, yeah, you can just plump that thing up. The same way we all get fat. We just eat.
1: Seeking out somebody who knows about dragons, they're like, ah, oh, you'd like to go fight a mighty foul red beast. No, we just want to make him chunky <laughs> so we can boop him and cuddle him and squish him a little.
0: We just got back from a mission and got paid. We have so
6: many cows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we need a dragon. Yeah, Mary, you and my wife would get along fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, Mary, oh, like Mary will, will die booping something. She, she shan't have booped. Yep. It's going under tombstone, we're sure. Any other thoughts um, any other uh any uh, criticisms grim I mean
6: that's really it I mean mainly just that it seemed a little short to me i mean I think uh I forgot who said it, but like they said it's it's surprising it got as much time as it did, but I'd like to have seen them gone a little more in depth into certain things um but other than that, all the spells and everything the effects um and everything seemed uh super well done you could definitely tell that uh people who loved D made the movie and that really that was really nice to see
2: yeah that that definitely showed for sure i um i I mean i i think the your like your complaint that it didn't get enough time is it it has to do with the fact that you know it's, it's the first movie so they have to just mm-hmm. introduce everything
1: yeah, yeah kind of a broad stroke yeah, kinda hold your hand. Also, they're gonna throw everything they can at the wall from a business standpoint. Mm-hmm. As much stuff as they could throw out there in that one thing, see what everybody likes, and then play off of that and try to they're gonna try to capitalize on it, of course, but that just means more content for us. Right, right, right. So, exactly. I'm okay with that.
2: <laughs> and should they make a fun. second movie, which we will be discussing mm-hmm. after the middle of the show, what what we mm-hmm. hope and, and dream about or a D and Oh, sequel. I got
6: thoughts for that too.
2: Uh, I think like they they'll, they'll be able to hit the ground running, and rather than spend you know the first you know twenty thirty minutes or so on introducing all the characters or introducing this world that we are now exposed to, they mm-hmm. you know they can just immediately dive into it and just use that time for story, for characterization, for plot mm-hmm. development, for character development. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, I'm I'm doing a lot of talking already, so I'll just go ahead and jump right in. Uh, yeah, like Grim, uh, I I took advantage of the Amazon Prime early screening, uh, took my uh, majority of my local D and D party to see it. They all loved it. Uh, they all thought it was great. I mean, you know, we're biased, obviously. Uh, you know, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Again, uh, I'm a little biased. I, I am somewhat fond of Dungeons and Dragons.
1: That sounds made up.
2: He's lying to us. I knew it. So that sounds
1: made up. That doesn't
2: sound true. Yeah, it seemed a little forced. I, I I like it. I I like I like D and D. Uh, right. Um, I'm
1: so proud of you for admitting that in front of everyone.
2: The true the true test came opening night. Uh, my wife had come home. She said, "I'm exhausted. I like I just want to lay. I just want to sit in bed and watch murder shows." And I said, "Honey, that's absolutely fine. Uh, I'm going to take the girls to go see the D and D movie." And so I took my my tween girls, who uh, are only into uh, K-pop and uh, and Taylor Swift and stuff like that, uh, to go watch it. Have they have had no interest in playing D and D with me whatsoever? We go and watch the movie, and we leave. And one of them said verbatim, "That was the best movie I've ever seen." <laughs>
5: Yes. And still oh. doesn't want to play with you. Still, <laughs> still Well, and that's that's the thing. Like, yeah, I actually I
2: mentioned that on the on the on the drive home. I tried to like even sweeten the deal a little bit by taking them to go get some crumble cookie, just so I, like I, oh, I hope that if there was enough good memories attached to this, that mm-hmm. you know uh, they would kind of like merge that all into be like, oh yeah, D and is freaking awesome. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I asked them I was like, hey, would you want to play Have at long? some point? And their and their response is like it seems like it's a lot of rules, (laughs) so and I mean they're not wrong, (laughs) they're absolutely not wrong, and so I I think that's if I more
1: like guidelines if that's
2: rules. I feel like if D and D is going to make that like next sort of like jump in popularity, they've Mm -hmm. got to not they don't have to stream they don't have to like streamline the rules anymore. Because I feel like, you know, having played several editions already, I feel fifth edition is probably the the most streamlined and easiest to access mm-hmm. out of all the editions. But I feel they need to they need to get rid of that stigma that there are a lot of rules. Mm-hmm. They have to they have to re they have to essentially like rebrand and and say like hey like like yeah it's like any board game it's like any game that you you would have to there are some rules they have to learn but you know it's not hard to get start playing. And we're discussing this, uh, and we'll discuss it more during the middle of the show, Mary and myself. But mm-hmm. um, the the updated versions of the of the player's handbook will have a chapter simply devoted to learning, like sh- like teaching how to play the game for players. And so, I feel like that you know that's that's a necessary step for those folks who might ne- you know might want to play but feel that the idea of it, the idea of all the rules of the rule set. Would be uh you know be too daunting to start. But that being said, ah. uh, the kids loved it. They thought it was fantastic. Uh, everyone in the theater thought it was awesome. Everyone like everyone left. You know, like when you leave a good movie, there's like kind of like, that cool energy in the theater. Yeah. Um, and then we watched it again just recently. Now that's on Paramount Plus. Uh, my wife was able like, oh, I can like you know st- sit it on the couch and watch it. Fantastic. <laughs> and so. We watched it. She actually cried. She cried at the end when they brought Aww. back uh Holga. Um Yeah,
1: that was rough.
2: And like, you know, cause, uh you know, it's you know, uh you know, stuff like that can affect you, you know can affect you in ways because of what you know, what's going on and what's gone on in your life, what's going on in your life. And mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, it's a little, you know, tropey but doesn't make it any less, you know, does it have less of an impact? if it's done well and it works
1: right and it's a trope for a reason though too
2: no yeah exactly i mean tropes
1: happen for a reason so
2: and so you know over the course of the two hours like we grew to really love this character Mm -hmm. and we grew to you know even in the short amount of time that they spent on screen together like it it sold us on the idea of her and the daughter's relationship like she wasn't her birth mother but she was as close to a mom as this little girl's ever had
3: okay okay hold on uh i just don't know if i bought the young characters scene i that was actually one of the few points in the movie i was not pleased with uh i felt it should have been more impactful to see her go down and that the daughter would have been more uh,
2: I don't know, distraught.
3: Something I don't know. I felt like I was missing something in that scene.
2: Maybe you just mm-hmm. kind of have a a cold black heart and you don't care. No, here's here's how I put you wrong. <laughs> I cried.
3: I cried a bunch of times at Guardians of the Galaxy Three. I bawled like a baby, and that's what I really wish I could have gotten from that death scene because I did care about that character. And right. Really- so
1: now you're you're also viewing it. Through the perspective of us from an, like, from a, from how a person would react in real life, but not in the context of in that realm and in that space, probably wouldn't be that difficult and wouldn't be super uncommon either. So then the impact of it, there's that um, desensitization that can happen through that. You don't have that, might have
0: red witch blades going through your friends all the
1: time? I (laughs) know. None of my friends have been stabbed by any of those or any other.
4: I mean, she wasn't around for most of it anyways.
1: Mm. So
4: She has no idea what the entire lead up was and how many heartfelt stories and twists happened. She just came into the fight and went, oh shit, she stabbed. Well, just heal her. That's how shit works here. Yeah. yeah just, just She'd also,
1: <laughs> uh, oh, but also having been in a palace for years will also desensitize a person too. The oh, one of the easily, things that yeah. I actually liked was the uh, contrast in the upper class and then lower class being shown so like it's a very stark contrast, and the upper class being so oblivious. Just that just resonates so <laughs> much. <laughs> they like they
3: like the gentleman going, "You there, stop that." As a red wizard of Thay's about to kill everyone. <laughs>
5: yeah.
1: Yes, yes. Like and then, that... have you ever tried displace a beast? And I'm like, oh man, these fools would absolutely. Yeah, they would I just, absolutely.
5: I like that moment where she's like doing her spell, and that one guy's like, "What's this girl on a, on about?" And the other is like, "I don't care. Yeah, like, I'm, I probably, don't know, I'm but... placing bets.
1: don't worry about it. It's no big deal. Oh my god, you idiots.
2: Well, Tex, uh, <laughs> let's let's go ahead and jump to you. What did you think?
5: Uh, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Um, How many times have you seen it? I mean, I've how many times I've seen it and how many times I've played it are a little different because like (laughs) I've played it like four or five times, you know, not fully watching because I got kids running around. But
2: so you've seen it twice. (laughs) It seems like it'd be a pretty good background movie for sure. It
5: is. (laughs) I, I mean, we watched it like once a little bit more through right away and everybody was kind of paying more attention to it. Um I think things I like really enjoyed about it, like I mean especially like character that I enjoyed, like side you know that NPC that everybody just loves is obviously uh Chancellor Jonathan. Yep, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could you <laughs> not love
2: him? The NPC that has like literally like one like uh like has like one thing to do in the plot. As like, like one, I like the one. You, you literally to show up a plot and go out that window NBC
1: that didn't have a
2: name. Mm-hmm. Just that, just <laughs> the just... one thing. That's all I need you for. And
1: Definitely
5: the my favorite of... NPC. And then, other than him, <laughs> like, like more main character. Like, I just loved Zink. Yeah,
2: yeah
5: Zink. Like, Zinc I know great. he still didn't really have a lot to do, but it's like he just seemed. He's like that character that just like is so good at everything. It's like I, I thought, I like, his, that I thought I like I thought the... his dagger sword was pretty awesome too. Yeah. oh yeah yeah did did
4: you all utter the words of course when he stabbed the dragon in the head with his sword? yeah, yeah. when he did like that leap over it was I, like, <laughs> of, of course the
5: paladin did that. I superhero too.
1: <laughs> I laughed because I've done that with the paladin.
5: I know when he did With that, like my daughter was like,
1: "No, leave the dragon alone! <laughs> Don't you hurt him? Sure. That's the baby."
5: I think Brest would have done it better. It's like I liked how he was like explaining how to get across that bridge, and like Simon just like rolls just a steps one on the edge of it, just like <laughs> it's like I didn't realize the bridge started right here. like That's where technically the bridge starts. It's like who? That's the
1: player that doesn't pay attention while the DM is explaining it to them and they're just kind of scooching around the map and poking <laughs> at stuff. It's like okay, well I'm done with you for now. Come here, you're in timeout.
4: His name's Leroy Jenkins. <laughs>
3: oh
2: <my gosh>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not oh, wrong.
3: Uh, did anybody else see uh, Mel Brooks as a statue in the Underdark? Am I the only one that sees that? As what? Mel Brooks
0: from Spaceball
1: is. Oh, the thing. yeah.
0: Yeah. One of the statues did kind of look like uh, yes!
1: Lord Helmet. If no. I, oh, no. no. Him as. Um,
0: uh, as Joe
3: Moran yogurt. Yogurt.
1: That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yogurt. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. I believe that to be statues of yogurt in The Underdark
1: um that is something take, that some jerk like, snuck in at a table somewhere and it became canon day.
0: like Durgar, but they're, that's
1: they're
5: definitely
2: right. know. you know now that now that you mention it i like that statue did look familiar and i thought it was <laughs> just from something like the recesses of D lore like that's <laughs> at some See, that's... my
1: brain went to like similar to moloch because the head shape's kind of similar and right, there were some older right. variations like some of the temples and stuff but no it's definitely yogurt
2: but yeah now that, I, <laughs> that's gotta now be that it. i'm thinking about it like that that might be yogurt from Spaceball.
0: sergio put up some pictures for the uh the video fans right
2: yeah sure yeah yeah we'll uh
1: we'll put it <laughs> in post in the edit
0: we'll figure it out we'll fix it it'll
2: be fine you have to be more observant in the next watch through that's what i'm saying those easter eggs are are formidable
3: (sighs) i'm really glad that i bring that to you guys
1: i appreciate that
2: uh tex any other any other thoughts it's like i really loved the
5: obvious portal gun staff like portal gun sounds and all like yeah It's like, I really enjoyed how they they used that to smuggle that art piece into the uh wagon. I thought that whole scene was like a great way of just like we gotta figure something out, and then it just works.
1: I love that it came from the barbarian though I like that it came from the barbarian.
3: hey, you love who you love
1: it's true
4: that's <laughs> true the the hither thither started with the portal gun colors and then later on it just all became blue
3: yeah oh yeah sure. oh yeah
4: it, it was the orange and blue at the start and then as they're running through it it just became blue blue and then at the very end it was again
0: orange and blue
1: I wonder if that has to do with how many charges it has
0: yeah maybe it was someone not knowing a good portal reference when they were Doing graphics design. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah, oh, he, that
1: guy. oh, don't get the continuity the team just came up. Uh, I
0: know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, like, it has to be orange blue. Yeah, yeah, blue, blue, whatever.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the continuity team that was a late night for them, and they're like, ah, just it's fine, it'll be fine. No one's gonna notice. Like, and someone's like, dude, their D and D nerds are gonna just go to sleep. <laughs> let's, let's, let's call it a night. It's like, I also liked that the uh, the High Sun games,
5: like, it's basically like a. Big grid battle map that they yep. used in that stadium. Yeah, that, was cool. that was pretty cool.
1: That was amazing. I'm here for the environment work that they put into it for sure. So
5: it's like I think the only thing that I was kind of against was I. I kind of wish that there was more, like actually, like fighting creatures, fighting things. It, it felt like there wasn't a lot of actual fighting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I'd like combat. to see
3: what got left on the the. Cutting in room
5: floor,
2: floor. yeah. Um, and that's you know, like I said, that's you know, I, we'll talk about what we want in a sequel, but that's something that definitely mm-hmm. could be highlighted more because one of the one of my favorite parts was the was the duel in the Undertark between Zank and the Thaian. and I was like, this is I love a good sword fight.
1: Yeah, it was beautifully done. I liked all of his fight scenes,
2: but I'm well, speaking of uh, fight scenes, Mary Atticus. Y'all can fight you over fight? Who, who can gush over oh, loving this movie more.
3: There's more segway tips for you at home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we had. And welcome to Segways with Sergio. Oh, I
3: know. Oh, Jackson. that is gorgeous.
2: I like it. I like it. That's. I'm. Got, I'm filling out the copyright paperwork on that now, and nobody. <laughs> <take> that.
0: <laughs> That's a free one. You get a free one.
1: Yeah, you can have that one. Yeah um honestly i just i like all the little i like the details and stuff that's just you know how i am um i did have notes because i watched it so many times we have um chonky dragon and then jizzle jiggle physics jizzle physics is not a thing jizzle i should physics. say out loud <laughs> see this has happened to me every time i've tried to speak today
2: that's that's just that, what jay-z so would call his physics class <laughs> like welcome to jizzle physics Really, for rizzle.
1: Oh, yeah, right, right. But how would you... For zizzle? There's already a Fizz at the beginning of physics, so it wouldn't work.
0: Fizzizzix? Fizz, fizz, no. Wow, I believe that is some sort of DC supervillain. <laughs>
1: Fizzizzix. <laughs> I would fight Fizzizzix.
0: Mr. Fizzics.
1: Um, Now, all the little stuff in there was those were all the little details and the transitions between scenes the
0: transitions were so good I
1: beautiful i was the way that they did all of the i guess camera work i'm using quotations because i'm pretty sure it's all cgi um of the of doric escaping um doing all her druidic changes and escaping from neverwinter starting
0: as the
4: fly and starting as,
1: as the fl- fl- yeah all the changes danger. there and then the camera's spinning and the angle changes and all that stuff beautiful absolutely gorgeous i loved every bit of it
4: i actually we flipped open the the player's handbook to the druid section of wild form mm-hmm. and she has to be like level 20 something
1: oh yeah she's like super high level
4: <laughs> for for the amount that she did and then when she goes into the fight she's just bad <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: i think she was probably dating the dm <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. or at least or at least
2: the dm wanted to date her yeah. Dan
1: yeah, was trying real hard. <laughs> you don't know. You got it's, another wild shape. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go for it. How many is she got that You're is good? way more than she should have gotten. No, it's fine. I'm keeping track. Yeah. Right. U- <laughs> <eyes>. <laughs> uh,
4: that that's where the, the tiefling infernal boat boost comes from. You mm. get f- five thousand times whatever the manual says.
1: Which we'll just amplifies <laughs> things. I love it. I love it. I just the casual way that people responded to some of the random crazy shit like a uh, whole saying oh we're just gonna go and uh talk to some corpses you know south of desmond and they're like oh okay that's fine <laughs> like this is
2: normal <laughs> yeah I, I love I love Helga's like uh like just matter of like her frankness her matter of factness like when uh when the druids like I, I you know I, I'll, I'll help you but you know I'm not doing it for the money she's like all right cool keep your share then <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we'll keep your share. It's just, it's beautiful. You reminded me a lot
0: of my barbarian that I Aww. I play mainly. Like he's not too like worried about the details. Mm-mm. It's just whatever's happening is happening. He's just like, all right.
2: Oh, go. so we're doing this. Living in the moment.
0: I don't need. I don't need much. Just tell me where to go. I'll hit something.
1: Love him. But yeah, I um, I feel like they represented most of the classes okay. But I, I had the same complaint about the bard not being
2: bard yeah.
1: enough. Felt like that could use a little bit more.
2: For sure, a for more sure. work. Coffee. What did you think?
5: I there's I've only seen it
2: once. And that was like a day after it came out. Oh, so you've been chomping at the bit to discuss this? Yes. <laughs> so uh, but what'd you think Wait,
1: so i long. liked
5: it it was a good movie okay it might be been... the funniest part was when uh
1: olga went to meet her ex
2: right bradley cooper
1: <laughs> yeah the halfling halfling i think yep.
5: yeah yeah halfling my lemon and then, then yeah. just the half half giant mm-hmm. the door that was
2: that was funny yeah, he certainly has a type.
1: He does, yeah. and I love that so much. That stereotype so of...
5: Well, she also had that type. Because right. that- at the mm-hmm. end, she was hitting on that other one. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we had the uh, we had like the Star Wars, you know, medal uh, ceremony with, uh, you know, they they now uh, they now are you know get a key to the city of Neverwinter and had probably get a, a base of operations which is how like every sort of like you know early entry level campaign starts like you do something great for the city like oh well thanks for this uh, you can have this old like you know manor that uh has been run down uh um, here here's the deed to your land exactly exactly here's and she, your airship uh, you're gonna need for the next campaign <laughs> <laughs> She does the the oo eyes with the the halfling presenting her with the uh with the metal
3: don't mind the railroad tracks underneath that airship it's fine it's fine it's, it's
2: fine, it's fine.
3: <laughs>
1: As long as you keep it heated, you, know, you keep you got to keep the air pressure in that balloon part up. Otherwise, the train will catch you on its way underneath. But if you keep it at the right setting, you should be fine.
2: I feel like Mary, as uh, for those of you who may be in her campaign, you uh, have something to look forward to.
1: <laughs> they never know. We haven't played it in so long. One of my campaigns haven't.
2: And last but certainly not least, Bellari. What did you think?
1: I I really
4: liked it. It captured like all of the stupidness that is D anD. d The the fun, oh. tongue in cheek, absolute insanity that is the tabletop game. Mm-hmm. the The first few movies that they did, they had amazing cast, but they kept trying to do it as a serious fantasy thing, right. and that was just never going to work. I mean, they wasted mm-hmm. Jeremy Irons wasted him as a bad guy
2: (laughs) this is like one of like england's most celebrated classically trained shakespearean actors and he's just he's just awful yeah
4: yeah he he, that was just a bad movie
2: i read and and we'll discuss this uh when we do the the watch along on on the on the discord Mm -hmm. uh But I I will go further in detail. But I read that the reason he, he, I mean, it's a paycheck for him. he he has, he doesn't care about D &D. and D. They're gonna pay him, you know, a ton of money to be in this movie, and apparently it's because he had a castle to repair. And I'm like, (laughs) that some that's as. Good reason. Good reason. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, just, as, like, as upset as I am that you have, like, the villain in this D&D movie, like, just, not caring at all about D&D, that's still a pretty D&D reason to be in it.
5: Say, <laughs> say, oh, say every, say
2: every time you see an actor
5: in a movie and you're like, what are they doing in this movie? It's like, it's pretty much that. Yeah. It's like, they just need
2: money for something. For for something ridiculous, just just fix fixing the castle. Oh yeah, the gold of the experience.
1: There you go. They're trying to get XP. But, uh,
2: yeah, but Larry, to your point, you know, like everyone, people are you know criticizing the movie, saying like you know mm-hmm. like it, fantasy doesn't have to be silly. Look at you know Game of Thrones, look at Lord of the Rings. I'm like, yeah, but that particular, silly. but D and D is supposed to be silly.
1: exactly.
5: It like, doesn't it,
1: have to be laced up and trussed up and rigid. That's even even going point.
4: even going with Lord of the Rings, oh good, they brought a cave troll,
1: right? Like, yeah, you, it, you, it you still can't tell me itself. that's not funny. Yeah,
5: <laughs> it's like it's supposed to start serious and then it goes off the
2: range. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's uh and no, like I I think that uh they hit you know they 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 hit the nail on the head perfectly as far as like getting as as serious as it needs to be, but being as silly as it needs to be as well. Because, oh, yeah. You know, that's like, yeah, for the most part, Lord of the Rings is played very serious, very, you know, very mm-hmm. straight. Like, you know, there isn't, you know, there are like quips here and there, but for the most part, it's, you know, it's supposed to be this high fantasy setting. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and he's back c-
3: on the menu, boys.
2: <laughs> which implies that there are orc restaurants because they know what a menu <laughs> is. God damn it. I need that going to <laughs> <It's gonna> go. <laughs> orc the
1: Border. The, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's the best uh, i could come up with i was oh, running through a list of them in my head
2: water water orca burger water orker um but what a orker. but for the most part yeah d like like tech said <laughs> d&d is 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 supposed to be silly it's supposed to be it is. a way to have fun i mean it can be played very seriously and that's and that's part of like why i love it it can be so many different things it can be just slapstick you know it
1: doesn't have to stay exclusively in one lane or the other oh, though i guess i should exactly, say it, yeah
5: it's not supposed to be silly but that i, th- I think it's just everybody it just usually it is. comes out of
2: everybody right you're you, you playing pretend with road. your
1: friends of course you're going to be silly at some freaking point or another that's just kind of a given
2: exactly exactly so
4: right. Yeah, I mean, there's was, there was a lot of uh, other great stuff like the original D and D cartoon people,
2: right? Right. That
4: that oh, made me laugh God. so hard because uh, in Neverwinter Online they had like the whole uh, penny arcade thing, and like one of the main things was you go and get into that exact carriage, and then you go and ride through this like amusement park sort of setting to start the campaign,
2: <laughs>
4: and there there were just so many things like that. That existed, and um, I just finished reading the uh, the Zastam series, the Unholy Undead and Unclean, uh, Unclean, and that was basically the plot of this movie, as near as I could tell. When they were doing it, Neverwinter.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it, it definitely it definitely pulls from uh, that series. I I believe I, you know, I think honestly it could have been going on behind that series. At the same time, which has led me to some other questions about.
1: Isn't it based off of the comic the book movie, series, but... though?
2: The, the movie's plot.
1: Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I thought there was a comic, or was the comic after the movie?
2: Uh, I have no idea what Mary's talking about.
1: Oh. Okay. Cool. I'll look into it as per not usual. Mary
2: over. has confused me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it took me a long time to confuse you tonight. I'm kind of disappointed in myself.
2: It's yeah for sure. Uh, well, so really quickly, we all give it two thumbs up.
5: I would say Say so. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. absolutely. It's
2: it's a lot of fun. You know, it's one of those uh movies that I feel will have a longer shelf life because of word of mouth. You know, now that it's on streaming, people you know hear like, oh, I heard that was good. Let's check it out. I'd be like, hey, that was actually a lot of fun. That was actually a really good movie. Um, which. That's, I mean, it's the best we could have hoped for, especially considering what we got in 2000. And Bellari referenced uh, other hmm. movies, but um, I have no idea what he's talking about.
3: <laughs> I mean, we could have done without Mario doing what Mario did.
2: Darkwing brings up the Mario movie was just it was just an absolute juggernaut, which came out the next week and kind of killed they any hopes Wars. of having a, an extended uh, theatrical run. But I feel, yeah, there, I man, they got they got Star Wars and Wizards. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll go to the middle of the show. Mary and I will discuss all the midly stuff. And when we come back, we're going to discuss uh, what we want to see in in D&D Honor Among Thieves Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. Welcome to the middle of the show. This is... It's Midley it's 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 fairly midly in here uh oh we're going to we're going to keep this as brief as possible cause, you know <laughs> we we've been we've been talking so much about the D movie and we still have so much to say There's and so either. uh uh yeah we're just going to get right to it let's go ahead well first and foremost you know it being a a patron round, patron tape, round-
1: right?
2: yeah you got to thank them we got to thank we got to thank them <laughs> You gotta thank, um, you know, in specifically the the wizard tier patrons who yes. have a standing invitation to join yes. us each and every month. Uh, but also want to give a, a special shout out to Bartholo, our newest patron, Ooh.
1: Uh,
2: and then also an, an additional special shout out to uh, Dylan, who's who's been with us for a while. But just want to give you a little hello, a little how you how just you a do? howdy. Just a how you do. Uh, but yeah, if you are interested in in joining us uh on Patre- patreon.com slash dean d Lorcast Mary, tell them what kind of stuff they can expect.
1: Oh gosh, why did you do that to me? Um
2: allow you so to so talk bad. during our during the show that you co-host. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That. It's the
1: remembering everything we have. There's so many things, guys. You can have us join you at your table or DM a one-shot for you and your friends. You can get merch early access you get access to all of our legacy episodes which include the original original gentlefolk that started this whole mess
2: this whole the, the people th- that are truly and wholly responsible for guys this.
1: that are the guys whose fault it is that we're here all of their content all of that on patreon we have oh my gosh what else do we have we got, you have uh, so many things and i'm
2: uh, stickers t-shirts yep yep, yep, um, yep. mugs uh all, mugs, all, all manner of stuff possibly
1: um, patron early access to merch yep, as well true. with special designs
2: but yeah if you uh, are so inclined we've got tiers at 5 10 mm-hmm. uh, 25 and 75 dollars yep. uh the deity tier at 75 bucks like mary mentioned uh, we will uh, one of us will dm a one shot for you and your party the other the mm-hmm. other host will be in the party with you if mm-hmm. you so please but uh, <laughs> also like uh, she mentioned we could uh, be uh, characters in a session of your own personal campaign yep. and i mean if you, and that's once every three months and <laughs> i mean if you are if you get a one-shot uh adventure in four times a year well heck that's that's more You're already doing than more D and D than D&D. I have this year.
1: <laughs> Man, it's been. I've been on hiatus.
2: It's uh, yeah. You you start to fiend. You start to uh, you start to get the you get the itch for the clickety the cracks of dice. You get the shakes. You start to withdraw. Um, but yeah. So you can you can find all that information <laughs> at our Patreon, which uh there's a link in the show notes. Yep. And of course, if you also want to support the show in other ways, you oh, can yeah. do so by um easily by. Uh, rating us five stars giving us good reviews on on mm-hmm. spotify and on on apple podcasts you can mm-hmm. um, engage with us on all the social medias everywhere yeah. we are oh, dnd lorecast mm-hmm. uh, the instagram the techie talks the the twitters mm-hmm, uh, and the mm-hmm. discord we just launched mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. own official discord uh, one that's all mm-hmm. of our own we're still we're still very much a part of the robots radio network yes. and we still 100%. definitely uh will answer and, and, and talked about we're there on, too, on, we're there uh, too yeah, in fact there, there, there was one a channel just
1: couldn't contain us.
2: It's, anymore we contain multitudes. we needed to you know this was um like this was like a, a like a one shot adventure. We needed like the planescape of discords to it's true to really really house everything that mm-hmm, that we have mm-hmm. to offer, but uh it's on and popping we love it. it's a lot of fun and we' it it's uh every someone someone such is a fun is community bound to talk d and d with you there.
1: It's true. You almost can't avoid it. Woohoo!
2: Imagine that talking D and D on a D and D Discord. Ah,
1: isn't it beautiful?
2: You know what else is beautiful? Uh, Wizards has officially announced the rest of the slate for 2023. <gasps> uh, all the books that are yet to come.
1: Oh, uh, I'm so excited.
2: We knew that you know they've announced these books in the past, but now we have official dates and mm-hmm. and uh, we'll link uh, we'll link to an IGN article that kind of has um, kind of everything that we know. Uh, about right. them so far uh so uh coming up in august august 15th we've got big b presents glory of the giants and then next the month right after so that excited for that uh fandelver and below which is the uh the full length you know campaign for the uh starter set mm-hmm. adventure uh the lost Mine of fandelver mm-hmm. and then one that i'm personally most excited about mm-hmm. in october planescape adventures in the multiverse
1: uh, i'm so excited no, I can't. Plainscape. I I can't wait. Plainscape it's such a delicious its, uh, year for D
2: and D. Planescape makes its a uh, long-awaited debut in fifth edition, and then mm-hmm. we close out the year in November with the Deck of Many Things, which is not only a book but also a pack of sixty-six cards. Not only not only one book, but two books. Like the book so itself, it's... the book of many things, and then a book that is like the card reference guide, and then the cards themselves. I need it. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be cool. But yeah, we'll link to that in the show notes as well. Oh um, yeah. and plus It has uh, to
1: go with my Druidic spell cards and the Taraka cards. Like I, I need it. Like there's for no, yeah, reasons. You can't course. not need it. I can't. I can't not.
2: And then uh, also a link to the uh, Polygon article that discusses mm-hmm. the uh, changes that will be seen yes. to the 2024 core rule books. Um, you know, the, the player's handbook, the Dungeon Master's Guide, the Monster Manual. Mm-hmm. They are... um
1: updating and trying to balance things out
2: it's like it's a revision it's not a new edition it's
1: yeah it's the same thing they're just making it easier to digest and i'm pretty excited about the having the how to play section
2: right right because like the quick
1: start guide i i love it i love that
2: yeah a lot of folks you know want to learn how to play uh don't really want to maybe ask somebody how to play Mm -hmm. or to join a game Mm -hmm. i mean that's I, That's
1: also a really hard question to answer. I can vouch for this personally. The, so how do you play d and I mean, I
2: oh, like, mean, uh, I feel like D&D players fall into one of two camps. Either they're like, you know, super like flamboyant, like theater kids and have like no problem whatsoever, like making best friends with the person sitting next to them on the bus. <laughs> uh, and then you've got uh, the kid who uh, would rather not speak to anyone ever, if at all possible. Uh, just, and they yeah, end
1: can't... up at the same table
2: and yeah and and both have fun and you know and sometimes we're a little both uh i know that i i myself have kind of crawled into i you might tell like i'm a little bit of an extrovert but sometimes i, I crawl into okay. my little shell and I'm like, uh, i don't want to okay. talk to people
1: i am more extroverted than anything else i am very flamboyant I am more
2: but uh but yeah just the uh, the idea sometimes of saying like hey uh uh, you you play D anD D right? Uh, can I join your game? Like no, like that's the last thing you'd ever want to do. And so being able to mm-hmm. like learn how to play, or at least get like a you know a decent grasp on the rules, right? Uh, and and then being able to say like, hey, I kind of know what this is all about. Uh, it's
1: also a lot when you're just getting started. Um, I know that because you've been playing for a while. Um, that's very I sweet
2: s- way of saying that I am
1: old. No, you're <laughs> just got so many more levels than me and I know that getting started was a struggle like it is a lot it is so overwhelming at times there's a quite a bit to digest
2: oh no yeah and you know that's that's how I knew that this was for me because it's like okay there are three books Uh, one of them will teach you how to play one of them will Mm -hmm. teach you how to run the game and Mm -hmm. the other one's just a bunch of monsters that you also need to know if you are wanting to play and Mm -hmm. so um you know once i i you know i got all three books and i realized like okay yeah this this scratches all sorts of itches in my brain that Mm -hmm. have have not ever been scratched simultaneously this is what i will base my personality around from (laughs) here on out (laughs) absolutely but yeah these
1: Uh, i think that these um i'm i'm cautiously optimistic
2: no yeah i mean i i think you know they're 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 kind of backing down from like hey like the one D sort of like is this 5.5 is this 6e mm-hmm. like what is this and it's more like all right people love Look, fifth we, edition
1: yeah we know what we want make it easier for us to have more people do this with
2: us right right and so i think that they're you know these are more revisions than anything that are like hey like this is like a uh, what we feel is a better version, a more more right. accessible version of all right. three books.
1: Well, it's also more inclusive too. That part, I, I feel, needs to be stated as For well. Sure. Um, that's, that's another aspect of it, to update um, as society kind of evolves and changes and accepts new perspectives, then that needs to apply across the board. And that includes in fantasy. So I'm really excited about seeing those changes as well i'm hyped to get a side by side so i can do comparisons of the two.
2: Oh yeah i can't wait and what's what's going to and this is actually the one thing that i don't like about it but it's just because i can't stand not having um things being complete is that the books are going to be released uh like staggered? they're not going to be all released simultaneously and so they'll
1: stagger them and then sell a box set
2: right right around I mean. a holiday and then you know depending on the cover of the box set i might just end up buying those as well but yeah right, so it's, right. it's it's fine it's all good uh, okay but, you can uh, have one
1: set to use and one to look at
2: exactly one to rock one to stock one to uh <laughs> i mean if you looked at my and uh and that, that's the thing a lot of them are going to be available uh, digitally as well mm-hmm. or all of them really and so i mean that's that's the one that you carry with you when you when that you away cuz you can put it on a tablet uh, yeah, because my right. my third edition books um they are they are well loved they are well worn we're
1: really bad at keeping the middle of the show brief you know that
2: it, they're terrible about it it's, it's the worst fine. it's fine it's good this um,
1: is what happens when you say you're going to go to bed early
2: exactly yeah exactly that's what yeah <laughs> it's, the same thing. it's like i'm just going <laughs> to read this vampire the masquerade stuff really quick and i'll be right to bed now it's 3 a.m and, <laughs> and I and five I have, books
1: deep yeah.
2: Um so uh speaking of other games beyond D and D and Fifth Edition, uh this week's uh like uh homebrew like spotlight of the week uh isn't from the DMs guild, in fact it's from Cobalt Press. They just launched the Kickstarter for their Tales of the Valiant game. Ooh. Uh it's essentially their their new game that's built mm-hmm. on fifth edition. Uh that's com- <sighs> like completely independent uh of D&D it's a, you know it's, it's using the rules from the OGL from the creative commons right uh, but it's you know it's built from you know from that foundation right. up rather than uh like th- rather than using the the structure and framework of Dungeons and Dragons 5e right. you know they're using the 5e rules to build their own game right um, using
1: the game system to build Right, right. They're and more and then
2: and then making it their own a little bit, you know, because like you know, they're not beholden to just use 5e, like they're right. allowed to, you know, to a certain extent, as as all of us are now. Right. Um, but they are definitely making it their own. Um right. but yeah, it's you know, it's their big point is that you can retain compa compatibility with fifth edition. Uh tells you know, Wild Tales of the Valiant brings new options, its roots are familiar play any 5e adventure with creatures and spells from tales of the valiant and keep the best like of both that. worlds at your table uh so yeah the kickstarter is live it's already it funded in less than 30 minutes uh you oh got, shocker i know right yeah you got you've got still got uh as of the time of this recording a little less than a month to uh to pledge and uh you can oh. you can do so you can get the digital oh copies. my gosh i
1: look forward to seeing how many times they asked oh that uh that initial.
2: Oh yeah, I mean they're goal. they're already five almost six times above their their. That's level. what I said.
1: I'm I'm hyped to see what that ends up ending at because the support and the outpouring from the community is going to be awesome and I'm excited to see that for them.
2: I mean it's a, we're truly living in a golden age of PTRPGs <laughs> so and beautiful. not and not just D and D like we love D and D like you know yeah. that was, you know that was who brought us to the dance. And we're never going to, uh, you, know, you know, we're always going right. to love to eat it. We're always going to have a soft spot in our hearts. But, you know, it's yeah. it's kind of like, you know, that um, like when you first start... It's no, a buffet. Yeah, it's a like... buffet. There's
1: the, you know, I came here to eat this one dish, this D&D dish. But there's a lot of tasty looking stuff up here.
2: There's so much good stuff. I mean, like, we've got this. I mean, uh, Shadow Dark uh, is mm-hmm. coming out relatively soon. Like, the, the Kickstarter for that ended um about a couple months ago and that funded over a million dollars for an indie rpg that is i kept staring at it i'm like that's that's a hundred thousand right and i'm like no that's that's six zeros that's definitely seven figures
1: right that is beautiful
2: yeah so and you know with all the stuff that's coming from from paizo and from other you know Mm -hmm. smaller uh smaller publishers you know, like uh, free league and, and, you know, and more board, like, there's so many great games, so many great games. I'm excited. And uh, I, I, I wish I had time to play them all. One day, one day, one day. Uh,
1: nursing home's going to be lit.
2: It won't be today because we got to get back to the, the rest of the patron Keep round. Talking table.
1: about Yeah. Let's go talk about the movie.
2: Welcome back. We are discussing Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves with the mm-hmm. patrons and special guests, Atticus from the No Sleep Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh we discuss how much we love the movie. Uh, you know, whether or not a sequel is to come. It has not been finalized, it's not being greenlit. Uh, all signs point to a probably not it's not a surefire, did it didn't make you know the amount of money which would, you know automatically you know qualify it for a sequel but uh, I feel
1: I mean they are raising their book prices and stuff
2: so they are doing that and and some people (laughs) I actually I read uh, a tweet that said that uh, some people are like like how dare they raise book prices it's just a cash grab and then someone's like well if the big guys do it that means the littler guys can and they can actually make more money Because then people can't be like, "Well, we can just get this book for this amount of money." So Mm -hmm. I think in 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 the long run, it's actually going to help the smaller publishers. But that's a discussion for another time. Right. Right. right, right. Regardless, I feel I feel a sequel will 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 be greenlit eventually, and so I want to talk about what we what we want to see in a part two. And I'm just going to leave it. I'm just going to leave that open for anyone who wants to throw it out there.
1: I. I will go ahead and just throw my hat in the ring. I want to see more of the other species. I want to see more of them pulled in and introduced into it because we did touch on a lot of, you know, the basic things and some of the more, I guess, exotic, yes, um, races. But with, you know, Jonathan um, and whatnot. But I would like to see. <laughs> we're just quoting man. she's throwing potatoes for a long time in my house <laughs> <laughs> it keeps happening um i want to see that expanded on i'd like to see other locations brought in other places in the sword coast if i can see a digital rendition of the library at candle keep i can die happy
2: Tex, how about yourself what I do you know. want to see
5: it's like what i want to see and what they might do like i feel like i feel <laughs> I like see they... everything I feel like at the end, they kind of like at least dropped a little bit like maybe Saz Tam is going to be like a bigger bad if they keep going with it. Mm-hmm. Cause he said, Oh, Saz Tam will be after us.
2: Like okay, it will be ready. So I was like,
5: Maybe they would do that. It's like, I also like read the book that was like basically the prequel to this. Right. And I, I think it'd be cool to go kind of and do that. Cause like in that, they like go to like a dragonborn's place to like steal stuff and like it ends up involving like a beholder and all sorts of stuff and Mm. i think it could be pretty cool to put that on screen
2: yeah i was personally i was a little upset that we didn't get any sweet sweet beholder action when we actually did in the 2000 version as bad as it was
3: I was going to say, was that really sweet, sweet Beholder action? <laughs> it was
2: it was Beholder action, for sure. I don't know if I would describe it as sweet, sweet. Maybe they're holding
1: out for our boy. For the Beholder. For the best Beholder. Maybe they're holding out for Waterdeep, and we might get to see Xanathar. And
2: that would be epic, for sure. You have
5: some high... Because oh. technically, if, if the book is, a re- is canon to the movie, then they have already defeated a Beholder. I want to Ooh,
0: see it. Yeah, with a gourd.
4: Sharpened gourd. And I mean they've they've proven <laughs> that they've proven that the sort of uh thief heist stuff works well with D&D. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you go after the head of the thieves guild?
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. Like if I recall they 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 dropped like a bunch like a piano off the ceiling on it and oh god. Broke like a staff and there was a big explosion. It was all sorts of nonsense. The piano said Acme on the side of it.
2: Oh it better.
6: <laughs>
2: it's obviously an artifact. Grim, what do you want to see in a in a sequel? What are you hoping for?
6: Oh man. Um I think I think kinda of like what Mary touched on, um, I would definitely like to see more of Feyru and the Sword Coast. Um, you know, just more areas. In that, um, and not knowing like what they have planned and kind of going away from the like story of this particular movie, I would definitely love to see, um, like different settings explored at some point. Um, specifically, uh, <laughs> specifically, um, oh god, why can't I think of it now? Um, Ravenloft. I, I think that a would be awesome.
1: D&D thing, and I would be, oh man! I mean, I'll, if we got I'll, I'll, if we got, got
6: Ravenloft boy. and everything, I I would I would probably be incredibly happy.
2: I will uh, I'll hold this for the end on, for my thoughts, but I've got an idea for just that. But uh oh, copy. What What do you want to see?
5: I guess kind of what everyone else touched on was like, I want to see the more, more the species and, stuff and like the around the Sword Coast.
2: Yeah, I mean, we, we got to see a Dragonborn. We got to see an Arokokra. We got to see a Tabaxi. But, you know, those were more, you- like, you know, supporting roles That's or even subject. just sort of, like, kind of, like, oh, hey, there's a Tabaxi. A, a Uanti you- for, like, a split second. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: that. yeah. uh, what are your hopes? What are your dreams for D&D 2?
4: I want more of the, the exploration of the coast. Like, I think Kalasham would be an amazing mm-hmm. sequel to this. Um, just because it's basically a thief city,
2: Palanthas would be awesome.
3: <laughs> which you can and bring in. it.
2: Uh-huh. I know who it's Ar- was gonna just, say.
3: Uh, just, uh, it just you can bring Artemis and Trey into it, which just leads into a whole nother. You just, uh, there's so many stories. <sighs> sorry, yeah, I didn't just, mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry.
4: No, that's that's fine. I mean, that's that's sort of the thing. I mean, they they went with the the idea of the big heroic quest, and it failed. Her- Heroically,
0: mm-hmm,
6: and mm-hmm.
4: they went with the the thief buddy heist film, and it works because those people are idiots and stupid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As <laughs> yeah. are all but of but our party I mean, <laughs> like the the same reason that all the the oceans movies work well is they're very oh, yeah. tongue in cheek smart people. And if you continue on with with that kind of thing, going either to Calsham or to Waterdeep then it works well. You can introduce all the races because, well, Waterdeep's pretty much a melting pot and all the bad people go to Kalashan.
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
4: yeah I'd, I'd like to see that kind of sequel. And keeping with the people that have directed this, obviously the the, the people that created and directed and filmed all of this stuff, at least played it or were forced to play it for two weeks before they did it
2: <laughs> and, and enjoyed it if they if they if yeah. they hadn't played it before oh, they, they, they had to about bring it.
1: in experts and you know those nerds were like I have been waiting for this I've been <laughs> training for this no, my entire you, life
0: you can't use those dice anymore no trust me you can't use those dice anymore
1: <laughs> no those go over there're we going <laughs> in into... one it's fine no, no it's you not can't use it's not fine no. <laughs> but don't yeah, you dice (laughs) you have so many i know and i roll so bad with
2: all seriously every single every single dice you roll bad with but uh (laughs) but darkwing you brought up artemis on trary of course i know you want to see everyone's favorite drow
0: the paladin was supposed
3: to be our favorite drow and they just couldn't figure it out which i get that was going to be a logistics nightmare but yeah uh, it, honestly, what I'd actually like to see is in the movie, when they're talking about, you remember the time we robbed Aoth Zim? That yeah. means those guys know about Fae, and I'd like to see more of Tam and the War of the Red Wizards as my sequel idea. I think I that's f- where it should go.
1: I do feel like there yeah. was a lot of potential, <laughs> they dropped a lot of potential plot hooks, um, it, but I do well, feel like that is actually one like, of them. I do
5: feel like they will do more with Zaz Tam, though, if they yeah. do. Well,
3: well they do more with languages.
1: Oh, well, if you,
3: If you get more Zaz Tam and the War of the Red Wizards, that, that comes into what everybody else has said, seeing more of uh, certain monsters, and we, we didn't see it. Mind Flare, and if you get into the War of the Red Wizards, now you get a whole horde of griffin riders, fighting against things and all the undead and <laughs> I, I just i can see just like a war of the five armies kind of deal that but we can get to re
1: so many genres that way though too if they play it right like the underdark stuff ravenloft stuff could easily easily be done as horror and hit that community as well, because all tables play differently again. I yeah. like all the things that are terrible, horrible, and gross looking. Huh. All of those monsters. Stop. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> all we of already have are... a
4: Ravenloft setting. It's called What We Do in the Shadows.
1: <laughs> I Man, oh, that's exactly my how my Ravenloft setting is going. How that's, did you know? That's pretty accurate. Dracula actually. dead and loving it. My monk told Strahd, hold on a second. We're talking. Like, I.
2: So. <laughs> So my idea is, is pretty much using the blueprint that Marvel used for their Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. Except, you know, instead of uh, we have a, uh, a Captain America movie and an Iron Man movie, and then we have a Hulk movie, and then we have this movie, and then we all put them together. Uh, instead of, you know, you have those characters, you more or less have those, like, campaign settings. And based on the campaign settings, like Mary was saying, like, you're Ravenloft, you're Underdark, that's more horror. That's more, like, psychological you know, okay. uh, then you have stuff um, like having to do with with elves, like with um, with uh, um, uh, Evermeet. Mm-hmm. And that could be more like high fantasy, like Lord of the Rings, sort of like, you know, like this. Well, this is kind of serious. Uh, and then you have, you know, you could have like your comedy with uh, with, you know, this what, what what exactly what we just had. And I mm-hmm. feel like you could have all these different movies all kind of coalescing into something big, into something like, you know, like Tex said, like Zastam isn't done yet, probably. And he right. comes back more powerful and they have to stop him once and for all. And when I and I love the fact that they that they use Zastam because I feel like Vecna was kind of like they kind of got poached of Vecna by Stranger yeah. Things. And so they had to use that. And and I'm sure that just that warmed Darkwing's heart to no end.
3: Oh, uh, that was the biggest smile I had the first time I saw the movie was when it was wizard red wizards. I'm like, all right, you gonna tease me? I'm not gonna zazz tam. I'm like, uh oh. yeah, I I yelled at the movie theater. People looked at me. I don't care. What are you gonna do?
2: <laughs> but that was actually uh, when that was Darkwing's first suggestion. He was like, hey, uh, y'all, y'all should do an episode on zazz tam. We're like, yeah, yeah, I so. mean
4: think <laughs> think of how many how many big bads that we've got across Faerun in the first place. We've got we've got Xanathar, we've got Zastam, and that's pretty much yeah. it. Those are the two that you can easily call up and go, Yeah, they're they're just hell bent on controlling the world.
1: Ooh, the hells I mean, would be lovely to see too. Uh, you know,
3: yeah. mothers.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Asmadeus. Uh, mm-hmm. Moloch. Uh, I mean, even like, like you don't necessarily need uh, like a by name mind flayer, but just right. you know, just the mind flayer itself. I well, like to see more dragon like,
1: types that's... as well. The acid dragon was absolutely beautiful.
2: Oh, that was something that, yeah, he's so beautiful. I'm watching it with my partner, and like that scene comes on, and she's like, Is that thing spitting acid? It's like, uh-huh, I love you so uh-huh. much, yeah, it is. It <laughs> is. I was like, Well, actually, yeah. <laughs> black dragon switch like, okay i got it but like, do not nerd out on me i'm i'm enjoying myself right now
1: oh i was nerding out the whole time i was like it's spinning ass i know i know
2: so when the movie started uh i said okay so that's rebels End. that's in the far north or above, like north of ten towns in, in faerun it's pretty much on perpendicular like parallel with the frozen so she's like are you gonna do this the entire time i'm, like, no, I'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm not gonna do that although i wanted to very badly um, well, yeah. I did it. No, but I can. <laughs> Just, it's you, warning know, you, I could. I, <laughs> I feel like, um, like it, it could, ha- it has that potential to have that sort of um, different movies, even different TV shows, like animated or live mm-hmm. action, and it could all like sort of like build upon each other. Like I think they, if if they can do it right, they definitely have the building blocks for something akin to the MCU. And I mean, if you had told me 20 years ago that like Iron Man movies and Spider Man movies and Ant Man movies would be grossing tens and hundreds of millions of billions of dollars, I would have said you're crazy. Like, like I wear a Spider Man T shirt to high you know in high school, and the only people who think that's cool are the you know dudes I play D and D with. So. Nope. Nerdiest sentence that's
1: been said so far.
2: It's true. I actually have uh, my senior photo. I'm wearing a Spider-Man T-shirt, and uh, so like, proud. look if you if you are not wearing a Spider-Man T-shirt in your senior photo back in two thousand and one, keep being a nerd out your mouth.
3: God <laughs> damn! <Right.
2: laughs> but no, I love I love the fact that you know all this, all the stuff that I love. Is is becoming more popular, and other people are, are learning to love it uh, mm-hmm. because I mean, there's there's a reason I love it. and There's a reason uh, why I want everyone to. I think it's the greatest absolutely. thing.
4: Absolutely. It's an start of started the revolution
2: <laughs> in '92 with AOL. Like,
4: uh, so you mean you
5: don't <laughs> want to be a gatekeeper and keep everybody
2: out? <laughs> like, no, I, like that's the oh, weirdest thing. Like, I can't find anyone to play with and now when people want to play. Like, I don't want to play with you. Like, come on now. Uh but yeah, speaking of the greatest thing, thank you all so much for joining. Thank you for supporting the show and, and and being a part of this all. Being a part of this this small subset of the Nerd Revolution that is the D&D lore cast. Tell them about the Discord. <coughs> we we got a new Discord.
1: <laughs> it be popping.
2: It's on and popping.
1: I
3: can't even keep up with it. It's incredible.
5: Discord.
0: Discord.
2: But uh yeah, check out there's a there's a link in the show notes, check out the Discord, join up. Uh we've got channels for just about anything you can think of. Uh, yeah. you know, you can uh show off your mini, show off your dice, you can discuss uh the the crazy stuff that you know happened in your campaigns. Mm-hmm. You can ask for advice on on storytelling or, or, or DMing or GMing. You can or just, you know, shoot the breeze. Just just chat to chat. We oh, love to hear it.
1: And it's true. Sergio and I are both there.
2: Yeah, we we I live there pretty we, we much. We hang out
1: there. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah
4: and so don't forget if you combos, have kids, cookies, get and... the last unicorn on some streaming thing and just watch that over and over.
2: The last unicorn.
3: Yeah, go from last yes. unicorn. Wait till they're old enough, then put them on wizards, and then oh, just keep going from there.
2: Really quickly, yep. really quickly before <laughs> we before we sign off, uh, a couple of patron roundtables ago. Uh, we had the uh, the idea of fantasy drafting a D and D party, like uh-huh. from across oh, buddy. across all like you know all spectrum like all fandoms. Like you could have <sighs> like a monk from from like be like Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles, and then your ranger mm-hmm. can be Legolas from Lord of the Rings. And so we 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 hashed that out. Uh, Darkwing he zigged when it, when everyone thought he was going to zag, and just drafted the entire Thundercats. Yes. And, yes, and, and all in.
1: He's all in. it's beautiful
2: and explained himself pretty well. And I'm playing my biweekly D&D game. And uh, for some reason, my DM said like, oh, you know, I was watching some old Thundercats. It's like, that's just the D&D campaign. That's not called D&D. And I was like, I completely agree with you. <laughs> And here's why.
1: And here's why. <laughs> oh my
2: gosh. But I mean he's like yeah there's like you know it's everyone has like their their specialized like you know abilities uh there's like you know the the villain trying to stop them they're always trying to like gr- get something or stop something from happening like yeah it's it's mm-hmm. just D&D that didn't want to be called D&D. Oh
3: I, I want to point out that uh while we were doing this uh cuz I'm doing this all on my phone uh Discord popped up, and all I saw was I think it was Lexington said, But he's just a lion man, and I'm just waiting to get offline right now so I can go and discover what that's all about.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah, as far as oh, goodness, I don't know what Lex said about was that that, that was uh, our, Lex. <laughs> yeah. our Lex, that's <laughs> our Lex, that's our Lex.
0: They're just trying to smooch a lion, I'm sure.
1: Oh, well, that's
0: dangerous. That's
1: the sequel well, I, I, I mean, want to the, the
2: and Simon. <laughs> if, if they're a friend of Mary, then I can probably assure you that they're trying to, to boop or smooch something that shouldn't be booped or smooched.
1: A dragon. That's
0: absolutely true.
2: Well again, thank you so much for joining us, everyone, and thank you for listening. Uh <laughs> yes. I, I can't say like I can't say it enough. I, I absolutely love this game and I love this community. Uh tabletop role playing games are probably my favorite thing in the world aside from my friends they're and family. Cool. And sometimes mm-hmm. I I like I like TTRPGs even more because uh because they don't talk back and that's uh, true.
1: Uh, well, I don't
2: know about do. that. And then sometimes they you up your die. roll badly, <laughs> and sometimes you die. <laughs> and sometimes you die.
0: <laughs> is this the most amount of guests you've had on the podcast?
2: This is this Ooh. is and I, this and is I a,
1: yeah this is our biggest roundtable yet. I think you all doing
2: It was awesome. Yeah, and I, and and I know well, for
5: uh, well, I mean, this was the first time we kind of pulled everybody for times to be done.
2: Yeah, I was like, I was like, you know what? We we got some we got some wizard patrons we need to have on here. Let's go ahead and figure out when we can have them on. Yes, yeah, that's very D and D. This is so hard to do. It, it's the same as a campaign and a podcast recording. Yeah,
0: pulling mm-hmm. a bunch of people. Oh, are you already at this exact time? All right. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well, again, thank you so much for joining us uh, for our discussion about D and D Honor Among Thieves. And our discussion about what we could possibly see from a sequel, D and D two Honor Among Jarnathan, more Jarnathan, <laughs> more yeah. Jarnathan, really We'll have a we'll have a movie uh, completely devoted to Jarnathan, and um, and he quits the Council of Absolution, so mm-hmm. uh, the Absolution Council, and mm-hmm. becomes an adventurer. Uh, what are
4: you doing? You were pardoned.
6: I'd fund that. They
4: figured I'd fund out. that movie. <laughs> I'd say
2: they figured it out. It's a, it's a it's a loose idea. It'll 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 figure itself out. <laughs> it's
6: fine. It'll stick at some point. Don't worry.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's, exactly.
4: It's it's just all how Jonathan got to the council in the first place.
2: Oh, maybe he was an adventurer <laughs> to begin with.
1: Frame records. <laughs> <stash? I'm such laughs> wondering how I got here.
2: Yes, that's.
1: <laughs>
4: a throwback to like three years ago. He's just wandering around in the forest being normal.
1: (laughs) Existing. Oh my (laughs) gosh. This has been awesome. Thank you guys.
2: Thank you guys. Thank you everyone. My name is Sergio.
1: And I am Mary.
2: Fare thee well, fair folk of the Patreon. And dear listeners, until we meet again, may all your 20s be natural.
0: Thank you for listening to the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. If you've enjoyed the show, consider following us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at d Lorecast. Or jumping into the Robots Radio Discord to chat more with us about Dungeons & Dragons. We'll see you soon.
5: to the Robots Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at RobotsRadio.net.